the DI Guys podcast was created to share the best ideas, strategies, and concepts so you can have conversations to help you exponentially grow your DI sales. While they may have lost their hair, they have not lost their minds. Here are the DI Guys, Chris Carlson and Mike Cogdo. This is Chris Carlson, and welcome to this episode of the DI Guys podcast. As always, I'm joined with my co-host and good friend, Mike Cogdell. Mike, what's shaking today? Chris, not a lot. I mean, everything is good here. I hope things are good for you in the Pacific Northwest. We're, uh, you know, dry and warm all of a sudden, but uh, I wasn't really here much of last week. I actually ended up, Chris, uh, not that anybody cares about my travels, but I had the opportunity to go out to Massachusetts to the great city of Worcester, Mass, home of Holy Cross University, to see my dear friend, Mark Kimback, who retired at the end of last month from principal after a long and wonderful career. Um, it was awesome to have a couple of retirees like myself and my buddy David Nagler and three or four or five of the RVPs. I don't need to mention everybody, but they were all kind enough to put their bags on a plane and make a trip out to see Mark because he's near and dear to everybody's heart. He did a phenomenal job. And Chris, to do a, to do a celebratory dinner and a send off for retirement to somebody that's just a very good man and big hearted guy, I I got to tell you, money well spent. So I had a fantastic time. Of course, it rained on me, but I had a fantastic time, and it was just great to catch up with some old friends. And I want to wish Mark the best going forward, and look forward to continually seeing him as a friend and not just a coworker from back in the day. So that's that's what I'm up to, my friend. And this week, I'm just busy working. Mike, it's really interesting. You, you said about Mark as a human being. He is a superb human being, first and foremost. And I would contend that he was so critical over the last 20 years or so, making the multi-life GSI come to life, not only for principal, but as a result, carriers were always trying to uh, match or beat the principal. So he had a huge impact on our industry. I think you'll agree with me. Yeah. And he never, he never veered. He never fell off course. And, and you know what? We didn't agree on things all the time. Trust me, nobody does, especially with me, but we all have our ideas. And he, he always stayed the course. He always listened. Um, he always thought things through, which, which, you know, we weren't, he was never there, even as a, as a principal head underwriter specifically for guarantee issue, he was never there to just slap some premium on the books. Not ever. Thought through every case and continually made our organization when I was there, and I still use them to this day, very comfortable with the way he, he did business. And the men he left behind are talented and have worked with him for years, so I still think they're left in pretty good hands. Well, Mike, as everybody knows, it's Disability Insurance Awareness Month. And what we talked about in our last episode is that for the next three weeks, that we're going to share a sales idea. And so I thought maybe I'd let you choose which sales idea that you want to talk about today. Chris, you're going to let me do it? There's nobody better, my friend. <laughs> nobody better. There's nobody that talks more than me. That's the real issue. Here's what I want to talk about today. I'm going to go back to uh, the very beginning of time when I started uh, the same place you did, Provident Life and Accident, in the Pacific Northwest, the great city of Seattle. Obviously, you know, you and I both worked with Rick Marcinac, and we also knew another guy. May he rest in peace. He died many, many, many years ago. Most of you never even heard of him, but he was a really wonderful man. His name was Barry Hughes. Remember that guy? I will never forget Barry. He's a wonderful man. And one of the funniest guys ever. But Barry Hughes, I was brand new and I was a few months in 
And he was up visiting Rick and I'm learning all this stuff. And you know what I'm really learning is reading um, that book. Remember the 335 book or whatever it was called, Chris? <laughs> it was one of the, it was a real thick book that could fit into a coat pocket. So it was built like that. So whatever those things were. And he had they were to read them rate books long. back in the day, Mike. They were rate books. Oh, yeah, rate book. That's it. So anyway, I'm doing it. And he's like, that's not going to do you any good. That was Barry Hughes. And he was a, Pittsburgh man transplanted to New Orleans. So he had a funny way he talked every now and then. But he's like, it's not going to do you any good. And I, he's like, you need to know that stuff, and I'm going to tell you what's going to make you money. And I'm like, what is that? And remember, I'm brand new out of the military, shiny shoes. I think I was a whopping 27 years old, ready to you know hit the streets running, knew everything in the world, of course, Chris, right? Absolutely. Um, I knew everything because I even had hair. I was that guy. Bad Tom Petty looking hair, but I, that was me. And uh, he goes, I'm going to show you something you're never going to forget. So today, Chris, I'm going to hearken back to the very beginning of time and to the beginning. And we'll talk about this for a minute. And to the beginning of our podcast, which were what? Almost two and a half years in now? Yes, sir. Which, you know, I can't thank you enough because for those of you that do listen, you know, I've enjoyed this immensely. If you've got something out of it, you know, good. Hopefully we can get something out of it in the future as well for anybody that listens. But today I'm going to talk about job A, job B. Remember that one? It's the very first one we all learned, Mike. That's the one I learned. And I, I just tripped out. So I, I, when Barry said, I'm going to teach you job A, job B, and I'm thinking I'm an insurance guy, right? So I'm not really sure where he's going with this. And we're going to do two things today. We're going to, we're going to one, do how it needs to be done verbally, and then we'll describe what it needs to look like. And by the way, if it's not compliant because you don't want to use a yellow pad, Chris, do you know any carrier that doesn't have this in their little sales? Every single one has it on their uh, their intranet or internet to be able to, and, and, and the BGAs as well have got this uh, for that's, our listeners. That's my point. So we're going to start with job A, job B, and we're going to make it as easy as we possibly can. And to open up with a client, all you have to do is introduce yourself as, hi, I'm Mike Coggle, and here we go. And remember, I've always said, you know, sometimes you can sell just disability, and you don't have to do a complete financial plan in a given day. Um, you don't have to do any of it. But before we start, I always like to start at the bottom of the pyramid. And Chris, you understand the triangle. So do I. So does everybody that you and I know. Um, there's a financial planning triangle, and the bottom of the financial training, planning triangle, excuse me, are, are what? What, what layers the very bottom, Chris, so you can help me this morning? Income. What the very bottom of the triangle is, is income and risk protection package products. So you've already got that from Chris and I uh, at least a hundred times. But let's go back to way job A, job B works for, for good old disability insurance awareness month. And what I tell people is all you have to look at somebody and say, you know what? Everything is good. We're going to talk small talk for a minute. And it's like, how do you, you know, how do you like your current job? And you're going to get half the people that say they don't. And you're going to get half the people that say they do. That's fine. That's not the point. And it's like, you know, as we go forward and you're beginning to know somebody for two minutes, it's like, you know, if you don't mind me asking, and you can bring this up anywhere you want at any point in time. I think that the earlier you do it, Chris, the better. And, and I want your opinion of this. I would say something like, I don't want to be intrusive, but before we go down the path too far, do you mind telling me what your current annual income is approximately? Think that's fair, Chris, or would you do it a different way? No, I, I like it. And here's the reason I like it earlier, Mike, because many times the prospect slash client will hijack the conversation or the process and they and then they will allow the advisor to back up and actually they'll force the advisor to back up and they'll spend all their money on other products as opposed to the risk management. So i.e. the investment products. 
because that's sexy. Risk management isn't. So I love the yeah. idea of doing it early. Chris, as you just said, sexy, as you and I laugh, is there anything in the financial services industry that's sexy? <laughs> Depends on how you use the word. But from Mike Coggle's perspective, I hate to tell you, throw that one out the window. There's nothing in financial services. Watching the stock market go down does not make me feel great. And I don't consider it sexy. 500 point losses in a day. That's not a pretty thing to watch. Trust me. Great. So, you know, the other thing about asking right away, if you don't mind, and I don't want to be intrusive and use any word you want to use, but you need to find out how much somebody's making before you can do any planning. Is that fair? Sure. So, I mean, it's just a checkbox. It's really a, a, a check mark on a box. You've got to find out. So why not find out right away? And it also will force you to talk income protection from the very beginning of time at the bottom of the triangle where it belongs. So it's like, okay, Chris, I don't want to be too intrusive here, but you know, for me to always get started, this is how I like to work with my clients. Do you mind telling me approximately your income in 2021? Yeah, Mike, $100,000. 100000 Thank you. And you expect it to go which direction? It better go up. I hope so. And you can say anything you want, but just say, okay, we'll start with a hundred. And that hundred thousand dollars pays your bills. Your family takes care of everything, correct? Yeah. With a little bit extra in savings, but I'd like that to be more, but yeah, it does. So it's a hundred thousand and let's not worry about, um, you know, Mrs. Carlson today working or not, because we're only talking to you. And as I learned from a guy a long time ago that helped start FedEx, it's just between four eyes. And if that makes sense to you, it makes sense to me, meaning you and I are the only ones talking at the moment. Yep. So you're good with that too? I am. So we'll start there. So you make a hundred thousand dollars a year, and what do you do exactly? What's your what, what's your job? I'm a an IT person for a small uh, IT firm here in the Seattle area. Okay, and by the way, Chris, why you're doing this? And for our audience, I'm taking a quick note here. Okay, I'm just writing IT small firm, hundred thousand. I've made a T on top of my spreadsheet here, or on top of my uh, legal pad, and I'm actually doing the legal pad as we speak to walk everybody through this day. So I've written IT. You enjoy your job and it's a good job, right? Pretty fun. Yep. Most of the time. Yep. Most of the time. I always tell people there's a huge difference between, you know, what work and fun and it's one letter, but it's big. It's a big letter. You know, W-O-R-K versus F-U-N. I, I mean, it just is what it is. So if you enjoy it most of the time, that's awesome. I want to just give you an analogy here. If you're okay with that, it's going to take me a minute or two, Chris, to just explain to you why I think what we're about to embark on is extremely important. You make $100,000 a year and you like your job and your job is awesome. Yep. Good enough. So let's say that I'm Mike Coghlan. I'm an IT small company that may want to hire you. I actually would like to hire you. What I want to do though, Chris, is I want to offer you, and you're going to like wonder about this, but we'll fix it in two seconds. I'm going to offer you $98,000 a year instead of a hundred. Are you taking that job? Uh, all other things being equal? I don't think so. All right. I wouldn't either. But Chris, let me explain this job. This job is exactly like the job you currently have. Nothing in the world is different. It'll, it's identical to everything you do every day, same amount of time, same amount of PTO. As a matter of fact, the coding that you're going to do is exactly the same that you did yesterday. You're going to do tomorrow if you get the $98,000 job. Why the $2,000, Mike? Isn't that your biggest underlying question at the moment? That's, that, exactly, Mike. Chris, I'm going to explain to you real quickly, and you can see this T on my on my legal pad here, right? And I'm turning it toward you to see it because I can. So on this side, it's it's A. And we're going to make job A and job B. We're going to make it that complicated. So the current job you have, Chris, is A. Current job. And I write current right above the A. And then the new job is B. So I go down below where I made my big T, Chris, and I put 100 k for the current job. Correct? Correct. $100,000. I slide across the T there on the other side, on the right-hand side, and I have job B 
and I put new job, and that's B, and it's 98,000. And these jobs are identical. Chris, there's only one, if you will, only one minor difference between the two jobs. Are you interested remotely in what they might be? I'm trying to figure out what the difference is, Mike. Two grand's a fair amount of money, right? It's my attention. But if you put it in perspective of your gross income, how much is it really, Chris? 2%, right? Yeah. So it's not going to, you're going to still be able to make your house payment fair. Yep. You're still going to be able to take the family out to dinner. I am. I just don't like the idea of burning $2,000 bills. Okay. Let's talk about it. Then I'm going to give you the difference between the two jobs if you're interested. If not, I'll stop right now. I'm interested. Show me. And Chris, this is where I tell people you have to, you have to become not a magician because it's not sleight of hand, but you have to one, be a little bit animated or whomever you are personality wise. And you have to make them wonder what. So you don't let it go until they're wondering why the 2K. And I'm going to show you the difference right now in the two jobs. If you're interested, if not, let's go on to the next subject. Show me. I'm going to show you right now. Chris, I'm going to start on the right-hand side with job B, and you have a $98,000 a year job. Is there any chance in the world that between now and you're only 35, Chris? I just dated you a little bit backwards. You're 35 years old. Chris, $98,000 a year. Is there any chance that you could possibly be hurt or sick between now and the age of 67 and not work for a while? But the cause could be anything in the world, accident or illness or anything in between. Is it possible that could happen? Mike, I mean, it already happened during the COVID. I mean, I was I was down for a couple of weeks and it really made me think, boy, I hope I don't have this long COVID thing. But sure, something happened to me. And it could last for you really don't have the crystal ball, correct? You don't know. I've been looking for that crystal ball. Can't find it. Right. So it could happen. So this this current job you have is 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 $100,000 and you're good. You have a $98,000 job over here, correct? Yep. And I'm going to tell you what the difference is. This $100,000 job, you just agreed with me. Correct me if I'm wrong. You just agreed with me that in the event you got hurt or sick, it, it, it could happen to you. You could get hurt sick and it could be it, it could be 48 hours or it could be as long as two or three or four or five years or forever. You don't know, correct? Correct. Okay, this $100,000 job, in the event that you got hurt or sick, and I'm going to disable you. Is that okay? Just quickly. Sure. And not, and it's not going to be forever. Chris, you, you got an auto accident. You broke your hip, your femur, and you are going to fully recover because we've got great surgeons in this country and you'll be okay, but you're not going to work for the next nine months, period. Not for nine months. Not a good thing. It's not going to happen. You're not going to work. You're going to go to physical therapy. You're not going to be working at all. I, um, there's just going to be a lot of things going on. In the event you got hurt or sick, Chris, and you didn't work for that nine months or one year, this $100,000 job you currently have today would pay you how much money? If I'm not working, I'm not getting paid, Mike. So we're going to use up our vacation. We're going to use up our PTO. We're going to use up everything, and then we go to zero. Correct. Okay. So that $100,000 job pays you zero. Now let's talk about job B. This is the new job. Same exact job, same exact everything, same exact hip and pelvis broken, not working for one year. You go, Mike, I could be a coder and still be in the hospital. Well, no, life isn't too easy when you're in severe pain. Is that fair? Absolutely. And when you've got the biggest bones in your body to heal, it's going to take a really long time. You're pretty much immobile. Trust me, I've had, I've had enough broken bones to tell you that you just really don't think about working all day when you've got other things to think about. So that happens. The exact same thing happened over here in this job B. Great job, 98,000, two grand a year less, Chris, except for there's one huge difference on this 2,000 bucks. Do you want to know what that is? 
Yes. You're hurt now. You're not going to work. It's going to be a period of time that we don't know how long you're going to be out. After a period of time, this job will pay you $5,000 a month, $60,000 a year, tax-free until you recover or turn age 67. That's what it'll do. So in the event you get hurt or sick, Chris, for 98000 versus 100000 ever happens to you, anything happens to you. Remember, I always use the term family first because if you're the major breadwinner in this family, family first. And the last thing we want is our family's lifestyle to change because of something we did. Is that fair? You know, Mike, I've made a lot of promises to my family. I can't afford that big goose egg on the left-hand side. You really can't. And I don't know if it's ever going to happen. We can take, you know, the last two and a half years of all of our lives and say, historically, we've seen some phenomenal things, especially with jobs, accidents and illnesses, especially in the world of sickness. We've just seen it. So we all know it could happen. So what you've got here is $5,000 a month. Remember, that's income tax free, Chris. You don't pay tax on that. So you'd be netting $60,000 a year tax, which means you have to make around 90, almost the same amount of money you're currently making. And you would just receive that money until you fully recovered and went back to work or all the way up until you were done and never worked again. And it's possible that you may never work again, Chris. It could happen. I don't know. Something could happen. I met a guy that 40 years of age that had a stroke um, as an attorney. He couldn't speak anymore. And I always give a little story here, Chris, about somebody I really know in a real story. He couldn't really talk because he sounded like he was had drank way too much because of voice slurring. And it's really hard to be an attorney. Wouldn't you agree when you can't really speak properly? Absolutely. So he never worked again. And he's the one that looked at me one day and says, you know, thank God I had this individual disability insurance. And he didn't say it that clearly. He was at a golf course in Virginia. And he said, but God, my guy is a God to me. He's a savior because I will get this forever because I'll never be an attorney again. So it's $60,000 a year income tax-free and that's the job B. So the only difference between the two jobs, Chris, are two things. One is 98. The other is 100. One at 100 pays you zero. And write a zero underneath that 100,000, Chris, and put a mark right through it. Zero. And then you go over to the right-hand side, Chris, and you put $5,000 a month tax-free, $60,000 a year. And if you really want to be fancy about it, go 35 to 67, Chris, which is 32 years times 60. And you're talking about just under $2 million tax-free. And you show them that, and then you just look at the person and say, you know, and it's not up to me, it's up to you. Which job would you rather have? Well, Mike, a couple of things that you said. First of all, I can't afford to have a zero. And the 2%, what you said earlier, really is not going to impact my lifestyle. So as I sit here today, it sounds like I would take job B. And whoever speaks first, Chris, loses. And then you, with job B... If somebody says, I would take job B, now we're talking theory, right? That they take job B. You can now make it cost Chris whatever you want, correct? Correct. But you've told them and got in their brain that the, the difference between, you know, two grand a year of your gross earnings is maybe losing your house and maybe not, just as an example. At least you've got the client thinking about it. And if somebody says, I'd take job B, here's exactly... What I would say is right now you have job B and I can start giving you job or, or right now you have job A. Excuse me, Chris. You have job A. I can start giving you job B right now today. We'll figure the rest out as we go forward. But it's known as disability insurance. And then you can open it up to explain to the client exactly what you're talking about if you want. It takes 10 minutes. I obviously dragged it out to try to explain to everybody you want to make it clear, concise. You want to Make the tea. You want to show it. You can do it, Chris, in what would you say? Two to three minutes? 
without great minutes. explanation. Yeah. And let the client, whoever speaks first loses in this world. And let the client decide which would you rather have, job A or job B. And if they say A, just I got it. I just wanted to make sure you were fully aware that income protection was available, should be part of your risk protection package. And if you choose not to do it, and here's another one I'll throw out, sales idea too. I'd like you to sign this waiver that says that I presented it to you and you at this point in time are not interested in, in, in pursuing it. You don't have to say taking it, not interested in pursuing it and leave it at that. You know, Mike, I, I love what you said earlier just about the animation. And certainly you have a personality that fits you. We have some listeners that maybe are on the other end of the spectrum, maybe a little bit more reserved. The point being is, however you communicate it, if you just use that legal pad, as you said, and you put those numbers on there, Mike, here's the most important thing about what you've done. You've actually had a conversation regarding income protection. And Mike, I think you'll agree with me, the overwhelming majority of, of agents and advisors out there never even broach the subject. So just doing this is you're going to, an advisor is going to stumble upon sales, even if they say, oh my goodness, I got a fish on the line. What do I do now? We'll call your BGA and he or she can help you bring the fish into the boat. Absolutely, Chris. And last but not least, if anybody today is listening, you're going to start summer, spring, fog, barbecues, you know, maybe cocktail parties, start to see people. The world has opened back up. I've, I've had more people visit my house. It's probably why I have a cold in the last three weeks, Chris, than I have in the last two and a half years to come over and, you know, what, cook a rib have a beer and catch up, right? With their children that I hadn't seen, you know, some of these children are suddenly tall, right? Ask one of your dear friends or two or three of your dear friends. Maybe you've sold them disability insurance. Maybe you haven't. But as you know, we go back to the old Allen Iverson days. You got to practice a little bit here. Practice? You talk about practice? Chris, it takes three minutes to go, you know what? I want to show you something, Mike, my dear friend. And I want to make sure that, it, that if you understand it, then that's good for me because I want to make sure that I get that people understand what I'm talking about. So I'm going to just show you this really quick as we're sitting here, you know what, playing, I don't know, playing darts, playing whatever. Do the job A, job B, run through it really quick with somebody and say, do you get it? Do you understand that? Yes or no? And by the way, which job would you take? See what they say. And you hope, Chris, that they all go, well, I already have B. You already did it to me, but I do understand. It makes good sense to me. It's okay to go ahead and try it on a few folks you know. In a casual setting, it takes 90 seconds. Really does. Awesome, Mike. Well, Mike, that was a, a, a great explanation of job A, job B. And what I'm going to do is put a link to one uh, the video that we've used for the napkin advisor. So it shows it in visual form, not as animated as you, Mike, but nonetheless, it'll be there for our listeners. And then next week, we'll have another idea. So Mike, thanks for your time today. Chris, thank you and enjoy the rest of the week, my friend. Always a pleasure. 